2: It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader, Sports
3: Radio 610.
4: Texans whoop up on the Browns. 45-point swing with C.J. Stroud in the lineup. Now they patiently wait for the winner, we got a little doubleheader NFL action uh, today. Um, Buffalo wins against Pittsburgh. Texans go to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh wins. Texans go to Kansas City. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask Figgy. I'm going to ask you. You people. Loophole. Shout out to loopholes if you listen.
1: You are one. Who do you want to see? Chiefs. I, 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 I question it myself. <laughs> thought, we know who uh, who that quarterback is over there. They look pretty pretty close to them their old selves on Saturday night. Didn't quite scare me though. Didn't really scare me. If they face the Chiefs, then that means they would be
4: exercising the demons of the past. The last time they were in this round, yeah. And they would be a win against Kansas City and a Pittsburgh upset against Baltimore from hosting the AFC title game against. Pittsburgh yeah that is greed and I am getting greedy as we start around the NFL who you want Figgy
5: I kind of wouldn't mind seeing Baltimore man Mm -hmm. They, they might be a little rusty well there is that how about you
1: I don't care I don't care. Like, like, I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't care. Like, like, I, do I literally care. I
4: literally don't fear either one of those teams. Yeah. I, I don't Maybe, care. I don't feel like I'm playing with house money. I, I feel like they have a chance against either one of those teams. Now I am glad that it's gonna warm up a little bit in Kansas City. I think a little no, bit. I think
1: it's the other way around, isn't it? It's gonna be a little colder in Kansas City than Baltimore. I'll double no, check. No 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 no. I'm saying from what it was Saturday from oh, what it was yeah, Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was like but, minus. But six. Yeah, the forecast is not outrageous. No precipitation. But huge weather, man. Teens. First thing I did this morning, check the weather in Baltimore and Kansas City. Teens to to lower and mid twenties, and then lower twenties to high twenties in Baltimore. So it's about the same, but no 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 rain, no wet. C.J. Stroud made a huge play
4: uh, in the game to Dalton Schultz. It was clearly designed to go against him, to, to go to Dalton Schultz. And he and he, and he was asked this strange ish question. Yeah. So uh, on the on the long uh, touchdown pass to Dalton, um,
0: it seemed like when you were rolling into the right, uh, Mechie was like wide open right in front of you. Um, what gave you the I guess the patience or the wherewithal to sort of let that play develop and find
5: uh, you know Dalton for the biggest? <laughs> uh, yeah, laughing. I mean, you know everybody knows I play quarterback now, so uh, we got the best quarterback players on Twitter and. Instagram. So, I mean, I really wasn't what the play was the, the designed for. It wasn't, wasn't st- supposed to go to match. It was really supposed to go to Dalton. All
4: right. That was a nice way of saying what kind of stupid w- question what you, is that? What are you looking at? I didn't, yeah. I'm not sure who that was. I'm not trying to call anyone out. But, like, it's very clear that Dalton Schultz was on that side. He set his feet. It was going there the whole time. He didn't miss
1: Metschy. And, and it was set up. Is this Madden? It was Wanna set up circle? It, a few plays before uh, I, I as I mentioned you know I went up at halftime was talking to, to Clint about that I said that was beautiful like like that that play alone should get the way they set it up the way they had Mechie. you know it was wide open by the way and maybe other quarterbacks would have gone ahead and thrown the ball to him you know but the play design the setup everything was perfect Texans top the Browns 45-14 Baltimore they've been sitting around
4: for a while 2 weeks of rest and now they don't know who they're playing uh, and John Harbaugh He's got jokes about the awkwardness of it all. It's going to be interesting in Kansas City. It's going to be very interesting. We've got we got some scouts whose who flights have been canceled going out there. We're trying to get out there to,
5: to scout the game, So, which is legal in pro football, by the way.
4: <laughs> Shortly after, the Texans got the dub, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they fell to the Chiefs 26-7. to 7. Uh, It was on Peacock. I watched it. Did you watch it? I did, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, little known fact. Mm-hmm. Um in the elementary spelling bee back in the day. You you missed Peacock? I missed Peacock. That was the one that got me bounced. Really? Yep. My mom was so embarrassed.
1: Everybody remembers the word I that I spelled got it p
4: e e c o c k. Oh, man. Well, it's
1: understandable. Well, is it? That's How old pathetic. were you? Third grade?
4: I think it was like second grade. I thought the spelling bee was third grade. Second or third. Yeah. One of those. I think it's both, actually. Yeah.
1: I think it's both second and third My grade. My mom was pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: It was in front of her friends, dude.
1: Uh, oh yeah, because uh, she's a teacher. These are my coworkers. Yeah, well,
4: it was it was the the middle school and elementary. They, they, there was a field that separated them. So I walk over there, but my mom was just like, They probably you, thought you had the advantage
1: because like your mom
5: was a teacher." She's like you dumbass. I just said everybody <laughs> remembers
1: the word that got him out, and I actually don't remember the one that got me out. But well, look at you. I, I don't know. Remember? I'm sure it wasn't hard.
4: <laughs> Rams. Versus the Lions. We'll get to that in a sec, but you know when the Dolphins lose. We got to get a little Frank the Tank. Uh JJ Watt walked with Frank the Tank uh a week ago yesterday. Uh Frank the Tank, a Barstool, big uh, Mets fan. Mm-hmm. Crazy Dolphins fan, too. This was his reaction as the Dolphins were getting beat. Uh I think you know where this is going.
5: The Dolphins come back and
3: win. There's no fing chance. No, you know what sure. I know of course no. there's
0: a chance. There is no f-ing chance.
3: There is always a there's chance. There's a better chance of f- walking through that door right now. Get to me I've never seen anything like this. You know, the pain and suffering never end. And you know what the problem is? Look at the logo the Dolphins have. It's a limp ever since they had this logo and these pastel colors. They gotta go to hmm. the throwback. If they don't go back to the throwback, they will never. Win! Hey, you know what? I know they had a lot of injuries, so the injuries hurt this team. But you know what? They played today with no balls, no heart, no guts. Mike McDaniel, you are a fraud. I don't want Damn. to hear your blah oh, blah anymore. You better get this team fixed next year. You better win another playoff game. And you know what, Tua? You got one more year to prove yourself. Hey, you gotta go. F-ing go. We need a winner in the two as to win a f-ing playoff game.
1: Man. That's a little excessive. Well, it's him. Yeah, oh, no, That's why I know. JJ likes him? It's him. No, I know that. But the Dolphins defense was like Shot. They, they're missing seven dudes. Yeah, they're beat up. They're missing I mean, they're seven beat up. Guys.
4: They are so beat up.
1: <laughs> God. They got I, I feel
4: bad for them. Yeah. And then they lost Chubb on the yeah. like, like when it didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. You never want to lose Chubb, but you dang sure don't want to lose Chubb when it doesn't matter.
1: I never want to lose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: You can't lose Chubb. You lose Chubb, it's a lost You're cause. You're, it's a lost cause. You're done. Rams versus Lions. Matthew Stafford returned to Detroit. He had a pretty good game, but he fell short 24 to 23. Here's Matthew Stafford after the game being asked if he's happy for the city of Detroit.
6: When Sean McVay was up here, he said that he was happy for Jared Goff and whatnot through their time together. You've been here in Detroit for your first 12 season. Just mm-hmm. How do you feel about the city of Detroit? You no. Know?
1: I'm
4: happy
1: for the players. Not for those guys. I'm happy for the players. I, I don't know what he was supposed to say. I don't think that's a, as awful as people are making it out to be. That's where he really was. I mean, I like, mean, his what, wife put out an years. Instagram and
4: said, "What an awesome season!"
1: and yes. for it to end at Ford Stadium, uh, yes. heart, yes. And twelve years there. It's not like he doesn't have affection or you know appreciation for the fans. Did you see uh, Eminem's message to Matthew Stafford I before did. the game? I did. He, he I'm said, trying to correlate. Well, let's hear it, and then I'll tell you. Stafford,
4: what I say, you owe me this favor, bro. I was there for you when you won it. I was there for you. I was I was right there. I rapped for you, Stafford. Bro, I rapped for you. Can you just let us have this one? Just this one.
1: I was trying to correlate what that would be. Like I rapped for you. Like like like. What does that mean? Does he mean he was, like like he? Does he, he say he was at the Super
4: Bowl halftime or did or did he just walk up to him and rap? I, 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 like I, Eminem walks up to you and just freestyles about your
1: kids? Or I something? didn't think it was that. <laughs> like. But, like, what, like, that's that's huge. Like, Eminem rapped for him. What if he just came up and started yeah. uh, dissing his uh, whole family? Well, he may well. You got no, three not ugly girls. girls. Not oh, gross. So <laughs> ugly they make me hurl. <laughs> I was happy for Detroit, man. I really was. I wouldn't. I hate that team. I don't know why. I, it's weird. I, it's it's I, hard not to like I don't them. know
4: why. I just kind of hate that team. You were what Aiden Hutchinson said afterwards? Uh, By the way, thank God he's not a Jacksonville Jaguar. Uh, Good yeah. Lord. That is. Ooh. You already said? You talking about Dallas? He said we wanted to play the Cowboys but I guess we don't get to. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> How about that? I I was he happy. Said I was really Dallas. happy. we for wanted Detroit. the smoke. Dude, they got a what 97 98 however old owner up there. They've got freaking 50 something years since they played in a the championship. They got a
7: season ticket holder uh 66 years I want to say. Yeah.
4: Yeah. They, they was, it was it was crazy. Nice. It was nice. Uh, Dallas Cowboys fall to the Packers, forty-eight to thirty-two. Brandon Cook said he wanted to leave because he wanted to win. Update. Well, didn't happen. Uh, Green Bay. I thought this was the fu moment of the um, of the weekend. So Green Bay, once upon a time ago, mm-hmm. they fired Mike McCarthy to bring in Matt uh, Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur won the coin toss. They elected to receive and they scored a touchdown in a drive that took 7.52. Yeah. 7.52 they scored. They were up 27-0 at half. Should have been 27-7. Seven, yeah. Should have been 27-0. Dak, who threw two interceptions in the first half, should have thrown a third mm-hmm. in the end zone. This was some of the most blatant mop-up duty statistical production that I've seen. Dak Prescott finishes with... 400 yards, 3 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Come on,
1: dude. That that it, 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 it was a I actually didn't even count. I actually as much as I shouldn't have been was surprised. Like the Cowboys have done this consistently, but I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, getting get beat down time. like that? Yeah, not this time. Yeah, getting beat down like that? It was a humiliation. Absolute humiliation. Yeah, it was a thumping. Yeah. Absolute
4: thumping. Doubleheader today starts in about a couple hours. Steelers versus Bills. Again, if the Steelers win, the Texans take on the Chiefs. If the Bills win, um, the Texans take on the Ravens. That's going to be at 3.30. Then tonight, little uh, Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield versus Jalen Hurts. Two quarterbacks who played their high school football in the state of Texas. Two quarterbacks who transferred to the University of Oklahoma. I'm starting to like Baker in this one.
1: I don't know. I, are we I, sleeping too much on the Eagles? Can they flip the well, switch? Well, I, I I respect what the Eagles are, but Can they flip it. They've completely. They look like a mess over there. Yeah, they've completely fallen apart, and their quarterback hasn't thrown a pass yet, has he? Oh no. Hopefully,
4: <laughs> he hadn't thrown a pass as of Friday, yeah. so he's got a hurt middle finger. Um, the New Heights podcast with Travis and Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. This was the alleged end to their podcast. Um. Listen to this, cause you're gonna hear Jason Kelsey. Eventually he's gonna walk off the set. Tell me if you think this is real or not, because okay. then they came back the next day and said, All right, we're re-recording this, uh <laughs> miscommunication at the line, but uh yeah, we do need to figure that out. Choo
2: choo 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 you guys hear that? Is that the is that the excuse train? Is that the excuse train coming in the Eagles locker room right now? Guy, man. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, note first ten point. Well, actually,
6: a uh, clock management on the final drive. Are you, uh, you guys, thinking about that on the on the final drive or what? No.
2: What? <laughs> Where do we just go?
6: What is it? What just happened here?
5: I might need a little second.
2: <sighs> he walked off.
4: I got to tell you, man. I don't think it's real. I don't think anything about the Kelsey brothers is real anymore. I think, I think, that, I think this every- is fake.
7: That's it's fake. A, it's a fake. Yeah, that's mean? Photoshop. That's fake. I think, on my mom, that's fake. On my heart, in my life, my little brother, grave. I could die right now. That's fake.
4: Their mom's doing commercials now. You have the Taylor Swift stuff, all that. I think, I think, I think, they, I think they're fake. I, I don't, I don't buy that at all. I don't think he walked off the set of a podcast. They talk crap to each other all the time. I think they just did it. My mom brought it up to me. Yeah. My mom's a Kelsey fan now. <laughs> she's wonder, like telling I me. I wonder why she's telling me about the damn podcast. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they got you.
1: I wonder why. But she hates
4: Mahomes now. I, she I, likes Mahomes. She thinks he's made a fool of himself by whining too much this year. Oh, well, of
1: course. I think it's possible. It's real. I don't know. We we none. Of I, it, I don't believe anything like, with these guys. brothers. Know exactly what buttons to push, but they man. do it all the time. I know, but sometimes so there's off? There, There's a line. There's a place where you know if I do that, it's gonna get real. I don't know, man. Uh, I I think now they're it, talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey getting married. I saw that. Okay. Yeah.
4: They don't even know each other, man.
1: Well, now they, yeah, they know each other. Dude,
4: they started dating while she was on tour and he's in football. They don't know each other. Know each We've other. They've been together a lot. He doesn't know her habits. Uh, well, he stays I mean,
1: there for a night. They live together, right? No, weren't they in a the house? Uh, he well, got a house. Yeah, and for and she her, has a house. So, but the house he got was for her to be able to spend more time there. That's what they said. Yeah, they're shacking off. I just don't buy this.
4: This this is like the most Hollywood like. Oh, eh. there's a big element. They never do stuff like this in Hollywood. Yeah, there's a big element. They never just up and get married. No question. I just don't know about this, man. Mm -hmm. Just don't know about this. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he's meeting later today with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Max Crosby, uh, per Pelisaro, uh, will explore a trade request if Antonio Pierce isn't retained by the Raiders. Okay. Hey, uh, yeah. okay, Max. What is that going to do? Whatever you say, Max. Yeah, what,
1: what is that going to prove? Um, how do you feel about uh, the Jim Harbaugh stuff?
4: Uh, I think he's obviously going to the NFL. I think he made that very clear after the Michigan won,
1: addressing the uh, the sign-stealing stuff. Oh, I think he's, he's, he's been making it clear. Yeah. Uh, he's absolutely been making it clear. The, yeah. the only reason... I, I'm just a little confused. You think he's just trying to get more leverage? No, I, I don't think it's that. I think he really is going to end up in the NFL. I'm not so sure it's the best move. He could survive anything at this point in Michigan. Well, I think he could go back to Michigan. Like, if the NFL doesn't work out, I think he could go back to Michigan well, in 10 years. Maybe he's thinking about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
4: I, 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 he's he's a god there. It's just, it's absolutely insane. Jim Harbaugh's like, I, I don't think people even like really understand how effing good this guy was. Like, he went to back to back to back nfc championship games in san francisco and he really had one bad season whenever he butted heads with ownership and that was an eight and eight year like his 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 fallout was eight and eight the three years before that jim harbaugh went 13 and three he -hmm. went to the nfc championship game with alex smith that uh, if it hadn't been for a botched punt he probably would have gone to a super bowl giants pulled that upset off the next year they went 11 and four they lost to the Ravens in the Super Bowl uh, on an incompletion by uh by Kaepernick to Crabtree. Then he went twelve and four the next year, and he lost in the NFC title game. And that was the game where, once again, a- in the end zone, Richard Sherman, yeah. don't you ever talk crap about me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he went eight and eight the next year. He is forty-four and nineteen. Three out of four years, he went to an NFC championship game, and he did so with two different quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, and, and it's clearly in his blood. You know, obviously, he's been there, he's done that, and he has some unfinished business, so to speak, uh, in the NFL. I, all I'm saying is, you're set for life, and you can endure anything at Michigan. Like, yeah. you, it, it's interesting. No doubt. Brandon Cooks
4: said he wanted to leave. He said he wanted to leave. This was his first hissy fit. We know what happened. Jack Easterby left, and then. Um, he wanted to follow Jim Jones Easterbee, uh <laughs> out of town. Here was uh, Brandon Cooks' initial hissy fit. Keep in mind that he uh, tweeted about it before, but then he wanted to keep it in house.
5: Uh, keep that internal. Uh, you know, with all due respect, I'm not going to talk about that right now in the media. Guys- if, they, if, if, they, if they trade you, how would that be? I'm not, you like way? I said, I'm not I'm worried about that internal, so that's uh, I'm not worried about that on if, what, and. Is what it is. In the in the past, you said you didn't want to be traded. So, has that changed? Like I said, I'm not really talking about that right now. So.
4: And then he said that he just wanted to win. All that, blah blah blah. I don't even need to hear his voice anymore. If I never hear that voice again, I'll be a happier guy. I don't. I don't need to hear that chump.
1: Yeah, he didn't want to be in a rebuild. Yeah. Well rebuild is still
4: going. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. And I think it's a blessing in disguise, too. I'm glad. I mean, him being gone. Oh, 100%. I, a, it, you, you talk about the blessings in disguise. That's one of many. Nico came into his own. You drafted Tank Dell. Yeah. Uh, you have authentic faith in the locker room, not POS slash POS disciple faith. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm happy about it. And I have no problem saying it was fake because the whole thing was fake. Brother, Easter be left, and then all of a sudden you want to yeah. act weird about it?
1: Come on, man. He's complaining more than some players do when their coach gets fired. About yeah, Easter and then B he said leaving. he went
4: away from the team that you were crying to yourself. Dude. No, well then what they were you doing? You then how did it they happen? They let you leave because you were crying. Yeah, how did it happen? You were literally crying because Easterby left. Yeah, you imagine like being like so attached to Jack Easterby that that's that's your that's your like that's your livelihood. Like your bot that that was that affects what, your job. That, that was much. what made you want to leave town. Was that Jack Easterby got fired? The best thing that's happened around here. Yeah, and then you go to the Cowboys and Texans have won a playoff game. You have it, job buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. Archer keep that internal yeah <laughs> the, the archer come on brother he's
1: the archer weak
4: man absolute weak keep that internal <laughs> okay well what about your Twitter feed yeah keep that internal coming up everything's been great around here for the Texans but there is one thing that has gone wrong and it's officially as bad as possible For the Houston Texans. We'll tell you what that is. Plus, Derek
0: Stingley has a new supporter. And this guy wants all the damn smoke. (laughs) Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. It's Reaction
2: Monday, Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In The Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. I I, 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 I got the internet going nuts.
4: Kind of knew this was going to go down. It it was obvious. Uh, Noah Brown, he was hurt. His back was hurt. Uh, First drive of the game, CJ Stroud, incompletion on third down. Uh, he hurt his hip. Uh, he's he's beat to crap, and he is on injured reserve. So Noah Brown's season over. Uh, this perhaps means that they elevate Steven Sims. Not sure. Not sure how they'll handle that uh, or who they'll elevate. But uh, the season of Noah Brown has concluded. Three really really good games. Seven very average games. Seven games missed. And just three plays, I think it was in the playoffs. Um good one year signing. Question. Good one year signing. Good contribution. Yeah. I don't think the Texans need to fall in love with these guys on one year deals, though. I think uh, you can find the next ones. Even Singletary. Like if if, if Singletary's here and you want to keep him around, cool. But they're they're gonna I think this is just the beginning of the Texans with uh getting getting guys on one year deals.
1: I, I have a question. A little serious question.
4: This usually means it's not serious. No, no,
1: dead serious question. How long was Tank Dell's rehab? Come on, John. What? I'm serious.
4: Did you see that injury?
1: Yes. What
4: do you think what do you think he- this is? You think it's
1: mankind or How something? How bad was that fracture? <laughs> Let's go, man. All hands
4: on deck. He's about man. to come back as Cactus Jack. <laughs> What's he going to do, the uh, Terrell Owens?
1: Yeah. Is that what we're getting? Yeah. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. We mentioned this a little bit already, but uh, Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, the internet is going bonkers. Everybody is jumping on. Um, but but I think the the key thing here in Jerry Jones' decision, which probably already is made up, but is made Dan Quinn could be easily gone, and Dan Quinn, no matter how bad they looked, you know, yesterday, uh, he's been he's had a really really good year. I mean, they got to take that into the equation too. Like, what's Mike McCarthy without Dan Quinn? I get that he's flopping in the postseason yeah, and I know, anyway. I know that Dan Quinn
4: had a bad game yesterday, yeah. so there's, there'll be some people. But I mean, that happens. Yeah, D'Amico didn't have an awesome game against uh, Philly, um, but his he was one game. of the
1: biggest reasons for their success.
4: Yeah, dude, Dan Quinn was a meltdown away from winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like right there. Yeah. That building right there. Mm-hmm. He was that close. So yeah, I think I think Dan Quinn, I think you do a lot worse than Dan Quinn. I,
6: I, 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 got, I got the in going nuts. <laughs>
4: uh this was uh Maurice Jones-Drew and Chris Rose. Texans could play the Chiefs uh if the um if the Steelers pull off the upset, the the Texans could face the Chiefs. Uh they have a good defense. Chris Rose knew that, and he told Maurice Jones drew that in a weird way.
2: This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? I mean, is
1: it possible that they could ride the D? I, I, the defense? Okay. Listen. Just just keep talking. He only made it worse. He only, he only made it worse. You got to do that. You got uh, to uh, pause there. By, by doing that. You got to pause uh, there, man. I don't know. Do you? Have to. Do you? For sure, have to. Yeah. Uh.
6: I, 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 got, I got the in the going nuts.
1: Uh we got two ball games tonight. We've been talking about them today starting in about 2 hours. We've been talking about them. Uh we've also been talking about this. I am just going to be sitting watching this game and not really worried about you know how the Texans play. It's the it's the dominant story in Houston. It's the dominant story in the NFL. One of them uh is the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. Dude, I've spent so much time like, well, if this happens, then this happens. And this might be the best. I think it's the other teams that are trying to avoid not avoid, but maybe are more worried about facing the Texans than anything. I mean, CJ Stroud, we, we
4: laid out yeah. the uh the stats in win or go home games. He knows yeah. what he's doing, man. Yeah. He knows what the, and by the way, he was an underdog in all three of them.
1: And and CJ Stroud having the internet going nuts is is not just kind of it is good for him and cool and all that. But I think it just keeps going back to – you. We, in fact, I, I wrote it down. We talked about the poetic nature of this season and the parallels and kind of some of the, uh, the, the ju- justifications and the full circle moments. Like, th- those days are gone. And the NFL right now is, is – CJ Stroud, when you talk about banner headlines, is one of the banner headlines. And I think that's what's got the internet going nuts today as much as anything.
4: And the funniest thing for me is – this notion that it's like Houston against the world. Not everybody's rooting for you, brother. Like everybody who doesn't have a rooting interest is, is rooting for you. This is not a Houston versus the world situation. This ain't the Astros. There are a lot. CJ Stroud, his Jersey is going to be a top five seller probably next year. Mm -hmm. There's going to be random ass kids from New York to Arizona to LA to Washington. Just that that's going to be their guy. So Nah, it ain't. It ain't. You you have company and and enjoy the hell out of it because uh, it's a fun time, especially compared to what we saw last year I, I, and the year before I, and the year I got before. The
6: internet going nuts.
4: Asante Samuel, man. Asante Samuel, man. He. This dude wants all of the smoke. So, Asante Samuel, after um. After it was announced that Sauce Gardner was going to be an All-Pro, mm-hmm. Asante Samuel just said this. He knew where this was going, and you know how Jets fans are. They're weird, though. They like to slide in DMs. It's weird. The, the in one DMs. Time, brother, I had probably 25 DMs from Jets fans just talking crap because I said that Zach Wilson sucked. I said that I, I, I said that Joe Flacco was better than Zach Wilson. That was the whole point. And it, a lot of those tweets got deleted, but uh, it's all good. But Asante Samuel said this, quote, we need to create standards. DBs should have have to have at least one interception to be considered for all pro and pro
1: bowl. I saw this.
4: Sauce Gardner replied, and he's been going at Jets fans all ever since. Sauce said, I'm mad I got to give you the attention you've been wanting for two years now, but this is why you can't call anybody an OG. OGs make sure to support the younger generation, but you acting like an old head filled with hatred, bro. I get you're 43 and all, but you got to grow up. Asante said, homeboy, you don't have to give me anything. I'm not looking for your attention or anything from you. You sound confused. I don't care nothing about what you got going on. Sauce replied, I ain't your homeboy. (laughs) And attention got to be what you looking for. Because every time I get an accolade, you subtweeting. I'm not confused at all. I'm always in my right mind before I do or say anything. Asante said, yes, you are. Because you think I've been wanting attention from you from two year, for two years, homeboy.
1: Oh, he went back to it. If you
4: want to talk DB-ish, let's do it. Other than that, keep it moving. Sa so said, nah, I'm good. I'll rev up if I want to talk anything DB-related. Have a good night, though. And then Asante <laughs> went at Jets fans. He was quote-tweeting him. He said, y'all hit me up if you want 50-plus INTs. Uh and be and 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 passes defended i just can't stop then he was accused of sauce slander and asante said i don't think anyone dislikes sauce we're trying to set standards in the nfl so players aren't being overlooked because of others popularity then he started tweeting out derek stingley stats yeah uh and and was saying hmm interesting type of thing he wanted all the smoke he dude he woke up at 6:45 and was still tweeting about it yeah the the problem i have with it is and like- then someone said Someone tagged his son and said, hey, get your pops. And Asante
1: Samuel Sr. said, you don't think my son knows I like to talk crap? (laughs) (laughs) I think his whole argument fell flat from the very first. You don't have to have interceptions to be all pro. I mean, maybe one. But you don't have to. Maybe one. Like, if they don't throw your way at all, that's how good you are. You're all pro. But they throw it Stingley just as much. Or, the advanced stats
4: show, like, it's yeah. it's like point three yeah. difference. They throw I, think, it that's, just I think that's his argument. That's the point is that
1: they throw no, it just No, I got his argument, much. but I just think that that whole premise of you got to have interceptions, well, the whole idea of being in a shutdown corner is they don't even throw your way. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
5: But you got another corner that's doing something similar. Yeah, no, with, I get it. I get it. I
1: understand what you're saying. I'm on I'm Now, Derek, he's the only guy. I'm like on Derek that, Stingley's side yeah. here, man. I'm just saying I don't think that that's a solid argument, but he, he just has it in for him. You can tell. You know?
4: I think he just wants to smoke. Well, that, that's basically it. I just think Asante likes to talk crap. Yeah. He's one of those guys that doesn't give a damn. Jets fans are weird, though, sometimes. Yes, they are. They get really crazy. You know about them Jets fans?
6: Oh, I, got, I got the internet going nuts.
4: Uh, so, Rick Patino hates losing. Uh, really? He's the coach at St. John's now. Um, you might remember him from such productions as Kentucky wins the national championship. Um, Boston Mm-hmm. Not good in the NBA because they didn't get Tim Duncan. <laughs> Louisville contender and the restaurant with that random lady. Yeah. He is now table four. Table four. <laughs> he is now the coach at St. John's. And I'll have the usual. <laughs> <laughs> they had a uh, they had a hard fought loss. One of those moral victories that people like to talk about. Mm-hmm. And Rick Pitino doesn't want to hear that moral victory stuff.
1: Well, that's pretty graphic. He's in a position where he shouldn't have to. Uh, by the way, a little quick internet going nuts here. Uh, it's a huge surprise.
6: I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts.
1: Uh, Caleb Williams is declared for the draft. How about that? Okay. Yeah. You get that, Figgy?
5: Oh man, I thought he was gonna stay another yeah, year. Thought man, he was stay another year too.
4: I got, I got got by uh, that, um, that fake Giants reporter that said that he was he didn't want to go the Bears. I didn't see this. Now nah, there's like a fake I, there's I like a fake Giants that. reporter. Well, Emmanuel Acho did a whole damn video about it. Oh, oh my no. god. Yeah. Like it every it's one thing to get got. it has like the mm-hmm. check and all that yeah. and, and you don't know the reporter so it kind of made the surface. But he did um, a whole bit. Brother, he did a whole video. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well. he did a whole damn video reacting to the Caleb Williams and then this is where he's a real weasel. Mhm. After he got God, he said, "Well, still, it's still like, uh, it's, no, it's over. Still, still stands. It's, it's just take the L, just man. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's it's done. yeah. Let's move on there, sir. <laughs> Whole video on his Instagram with the with the graphic of the video. So he not only he not only like it's not like he just fired up the Instagram and reacted. Yeah, he
1: he actually it, linked it or whatever. Or, dude, he put the he yeah. put the
4: picture of it on there reacting to this fake report." Dude, you're, you're like, one of the top guys for, like, yeah. have some respect for yourself, man. Man. <laughs> it's the internet going nuts. Some more than others. Coming up, what do we want to see next? Who do you want to see? Do you want to see the Ravens, or do you want to see the Chiefs, or do you just not give a damn at this point? Reaction Monday, playoff edition, continues next.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward
2: It's Reaction Monday Playoff Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610, live from the Twin Peaks Studios. Here's in the loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. I saw this
4: headline on the Pat McAfee Show on ESPN. Uh, it said CJ Stroud still a rookie. I, I guess they just m- want to remind people that this guy is still a rookie, mm-hmm. and and it's easy to uh, it's easy to kind of get he's he's wise beyond his years like it's it's obvious he's only a guy he was a rookie he's 22 years old youngest player ever to win a playoff youngest game. player ever to win a playoff game uh surpassing michael vick yeah. uh, and he was asked about being wise beyond his years this is what the quarterback of your houston texans uh as they await we're we're about two hours away from uh getting some closure as to whether they'll be going to kansas city or baltimore uh, but here's cj stroud speaking on being wise beyond his years
5: I don't know. I feel like this is how I am as a person. Like, I've been this way um, since I think I've been a child, you know. Like, my family's back there, they know. Um, I've always kind of uh, – I've always been the youngest in my family. Like, always been the one – kind of like the one kind of getting picked on or whatever. But that made me tough, you know. And um, I thank God for my family. Um, and honestly, like what I've been through in my life has prepared me for, for being in a locker room full of men, you know, and, and being a, a man amongst men, you know? So, um, I've been blessed enough to even have that reaction from my teammates. Cause I'm honestly just being myself. Like there's nothing, I haven't come in and try to do anything new or like be extra, try to hold people to a certain standard. I'm not holding myself to it. Like, I think I've been doing this since I've been young. So it's cool just to be like, um, working in what God has brought into your life, like I honestly feel like this is my, my purpose, not my passion, you know. So also it's connected to my passion, which is football. But um, I think my purpose is really to spread his word and, and, and um, be just a light um, in this in this world, you know. So I'm blessed enough to do that every day.
1: All right, there you go. There, there are certain people, and you know this, everybody knows this. Uh, you come across them every day. There are certain people that since childhood are just mature. They just have a grasp of things. And, and you, you know, a lot of times, you know, they're, they're that friend of ours that is always kind of not, not necessarily the nerd or the straight laced, but like just, just mature, sees things differently.
4: Jordan Spence.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, there's yours. Like, yeah, I
4: got him. I got him. Uh, ISS though, not ISS. I got him uh, detention. How come? Uh but but you know what I'm talking about. They had free homework passes, and I I stole his and forged <laughs> it after I'd already used the free homework <laughs> skip.
1: And then there's guys in the group like Landry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like like he is that guy. Uh, it, this is not fake. It's it's completely authentic. It's completely him, as opposed to you know people that we've seen even Deshaun. You know uh, uh, most importantly, Deshaun. yeah, he changed, man. Yeah, he yeah. changed. I
4: thought it was really like you talk about like poetic justice. Uh the fact that you were looking at Deshaun on the sidelines and then you were looking at Jeff Driscoll. Remember when they loved Jeff Driscoll? Yeah. Remember when end. that tight end coach compared him to um Lamar Jackson? Yeah. God that was awful uh but yeah, you kind of saw those guys and you knew that you didn't have anything to do with them and then you, you know you walked out of that stadium just just feeling the vibe man mm-hmm. it was a good it was a it was a hell of a vibe dude it was a hell of a vibe
1: it was it was it was pretty damn electric man it was it was pretty damn cool and extremely rare uh i i can't you can count on one hand the atmospheres that matched what what we saw on Saturday
4: so now we go to uh we go to we go to Kansas City or Baltimore. <laughs> it's Kansas City or Baltimore. By the way, those flights $500 and 400 it ain't cheap.
1: Um, nah, it could be worse. But uh, okay. it'll be delayed Look at by this guy. It'll be delayed by Look at this by, guy. That's the other thing. You want to? Hey, nothing. Yeah, I didn't say that. Yeah, Five hundred. You know, what's first class? Uh, <laughs> those flights stand a good chance of getting delayed too. Yeah,
4: or canceled. Could be. Could mm-hmm. be. I'm sure the Texans, uh, the traveling Texans, will uh, mm-hmm. represent as best they can. Uh, But you got Pittsburgh versus uh, Baltimore, or or Pittsburgh versus uh, Buffalo. And that's going to kick off here in an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, Buffalo a 10-point favorite, but you just never know in that snow. And the uglier the game, the the more of a chance you give Pittsburgh, at at least I would think. I, I think when we start talking about, you know, demons and all that, and luck, and teams of destiny and controlling what you can control, but stuff that you don't control going your way. The fact that Tennessee was able to beat Jacksonville and put the Texans in position to where they're not at the mercy of Buffalo, Mm -hmm. I think it was just like a perfect vibe uh, Mm -hmm. situation, perfect vibe layout because as excited as people are, like let's even say that the Texans pull the upset against the Bills. Let's mm-hmm. let's, let's say like let's say that it's it's basically the you're you're in like the same situation. They were situation. there. Yeah. Let's say the no. Texans find themselves in the same situation this weekend, and let's say that the the Texans at three thirty today they were they were going to upset the Bills, and they were going to be going to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is what which is what's going to happen if if Buffalo um, wins. So so that's the most likely scenario. So they could. They could be in the same exact situation. You're going to have two fewer days of rest. Yeah. It's going to be cold as a mofo. You're going to go from perhaps people being excited for Sunday at noon on their TVs Mm -hmm. to getting it pushed back to 3.30 today. Yeah. Or pushed, yeah, whatever, however you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. I just don't think the vibe would be as... As insane, no.
1: especially knowing that that happened in the city and all that. See, everything about this team has been fast tracked. Uh, it's been accelerated. Is is C.J. Stroud going to be uh, a franchise quarterback? Well, we found that out pretty quick. That was fast tracked. It Seems what, to be what about D'Amico Ryan? Is he going to have any flaw? Nope. That was fast tracked. That that happened a lot sooner than we thought it was. I think the significant thing about what you're talking about, uh, the Titans winning that game and getting that game at home, getting this game Saturday at home it accelerated how much this entire city is just completely bought in like like it's it that's a wrap on when are the fans gonna come back. maybe next year maybe they'll get some no 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 it's done and if you don't believe me uh, you, you must not have been watching on Saturday or you might not, must not have been at the stadium uh, on Saturday because it was very tangible and real. Not only did Texans fans scoop up every ticket but they scooped up every ticket for themselves. Like 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 they didn't resell them on the market to Cleveland fans. Dude, it was no, there was and no Cleveland. It was presence. maybe ten percent. And then there's the last thing, like the biggest indicator of all of like how everything's been kind of happened a lot faster than we expected. There it was a full stadium at kickoff. And and frankly, I can't remember when. I don't even know if the last Buffalo playoff game was full at home. Yeah, I I doubt it the i i really do i saw there's like a, a cleveland sports show the the webcast or whatever mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm.
4: they're saying that uh that there were a lot of empty seats in the stadium oh we'll get to this and then they uh, said that uh there was fake crowd noise being pumped in we'll get to that too tomorrow we'll talk yeah. about that tomorrow that's w- pathetic that's by the pathetic. way like that's, i'm uh, embarrassed that's, just, that's I'm, I'm embarrassed for cleveland yes, i'm on embarrassed that. for cleveland i was actually kind of embarrassed by the lack of presence there but one of the mistakes I made is I trusted their local like rah rah reporters, mm-hmm. and I, and I talked to someone who worked out there, and I was like, hey, there really weren't very many Browns fans, and they said, yeah, for some reason our local our, our local media just likes to obsess over these Cleveland takeover stories, and uh, there wasn't didn't one. really happen. No, there wasn't no. one. But but I, but I still have a lot of respect for that city, and I have a lot of respect for that fan base. I have a lot of respect for the people who broadcast there, but this Cleveland, that, that is, that's embarrassing to, to that's, that's kind of a new low for them. And I, and I heard today that, uh, Carmen and Lima, I mean, they Ken wants to act like he, uh, invented bread because, uh, he, he used the term assing and I, and I like it and I, yeah. and I use it now. Yeah. Um, hopefully he had a topic though. Cause he didn't have one a week ago today Yeah uh, for the playoffs, but they're saying it was a, it was a successful season. It was good. This wasn't a disappointment. Man, y'all thought they were gonna win. Mm-hmm. If you get thumped like that, like I think, I think all bets are
1: off. You got to kind of change things, right? No, you you absolutely do. The the, the thing with the Texans too I, I, is like it felt like it was supposed to go that way after a while. Like 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 we were all worried about what about this, what about Flacco, what about the defense and all that. That was the Texans were the better defense. They destroyed them offensively. They had the best offensive coordinator on the field. They had the best defensive coordinator on the field. They had the best quarterback on the field. Uh, it, it just felt like, like get, it's like, hop on board, man, because this feels like a team that has everything going its way.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I think they have a puncher's chance against anyone, and I I I'll be honest, I didn't necessarily think that before three before three thirty on Saturday. I mean, that's 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 the biggest thing I can take from it is you know you can say. You know, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, all that. But what what I saw, what they're doing, uh, and what that looked like. Um, I mean, that that team has a puncher's chance against anyone. Does that mean that I would you know bet on it? Perhaps not. But I I do know this: the the C.J. Stroud stats in win or go home games, the last three that he's played, uh, he's two and one in those games. The only one he lost was when Ohio State missed a game-winning field goal. He's fifty-nine of eighty-one. Uh, 728 percent, eight hundred eighty-six yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. I mean, I, and and he was the underdog in all those. This yeah. isn't like this isn't like. I mean, that's impressive no matter what. That's impressive if you're a yeah. three touchdown favorite. He's an underdog in all these games. He's two and one. The only reason he he lost is because they missed a field goal. Nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, seventy-three percent of his passes. Okay. I mean you you have a puncher's chance if if that's going to happen. Clint sterner Ron Hughley uh, in the building. happy reaction Monday to both of you guys. How about it, fellas? How
1: about it?
7: How about it? I, boy, I'm telling you that game not not surprised I picked the Texans to win. Not mm-hmm. surprised they won, but I mean that thing I had the the, the old Billy Packard this game is over Yeah. In the, uh, <laughs> early in the third. yeah, yeah. I mean it was Steven Nelson picked yeah, yeah it was it was yeah. it was over and it was clear. Uh, who the better team was. Um, and, like, you, you know, you never know. Some teams just have bad days. But it it, it it, would appear that, well, they could have played that game several times.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Uh, and, and you wouldn't be surprised that the Texans, you know, won seven out of ten or whatever. That was... That was domination,
1: Clint. The big thing for me, that was the best defense in the NFL, and Bobby Slowick was just running circles. He could have thrown for five hundred. He was just running if, circles around If he needed, to, the if he
4: needed yeah. to, he was going to throw for half a thousand. Yeah, yeah. look, that was I the mean, best defense to, on paper to, to that yeah.
6: point, to that point as well as as the point Lock Dog was making when we came in, man. When you've got that quarterback and you've got two play callers that are that are weapons that are that are game changers mm-hmm. that that um, are difference makers throughout the game. Boy, you got something, and to, to me, that's the that's the the kind of the the step the Texans took on Sunday was they got to the point where you're talking about you. you, you I'm not going to go out there and bet they're going to beat anybody in the league.
1: But would you bet I, against them? I, no, I'm not betting at all. I'm, yeah, am what enjoy I'm saying. it, right? But but at, at the <laughs> end
6: of the day, going into every single game, you feel like you got a shot, and it's not just because CJ straight. I, I know it was over the last month, over the last six weeks. It's been you know we've talked about it multiple times. Yeah, CJ this, CJ that, man. Them damn play callers. Yeah. And and the coaching that they're doing, you know, have done all year long in terms of having got Michael Dieter as a center, guys. Yeah, he right. is for for one of the better teams in the NFL. For, he for I mean, didn't play got, an
4: offensive snap last got year. Got cut. Yeah, they, they, they allowed they, eight they pressures, zero sacks. Yeah, they
6: cut him. They had to be
1: forced to put him on the field. Yeah. I mean, so it's just—it's just yeah.
6: it's, it's crazy, like the depth that's played really, really Even well. Even the
1: Christian Harris pick six—that was he scouting. didn't move, man. That was film. He didn't move. That he stayed still, and then that it was, was right scouting. Yeah. That was I know what's coming. And and then I'm then about slow, to pick it. And
4: then slow. I know this made you horny, Clint. <laughs> the 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 pitch to Stingley on the first drive. This was the Bobby in the bag drive. You pitch it to. Uh, you, you you pitch it to Singletary, he gets about twenty a pop, and then you cap off that drive with a nice little fake over there, and then a throw across to Nico <laughs> he <on> the
3: screen, <laughs> yeah.
6: the throwback screen. Yeah, uh, I mean he was he was to me the number one story in this whole thing is Bobby Slowey. Yeah, MVP, I looked man. over
3: at
4: Show, and th- th- he was getting more TV time than Taylor Swift, and we both just said <laughs> we both just said he gone, he gone, <laughs> he
7: gone. I, I've been trying to warn people for a month and a half about Bobby Slowey, and this. These last two games ain't helped if you're, if you're hopeful that he stays. At this point, it is if Bobby wants to leave. If Bobby wants to leave, Bobby's gone.
4: You're listening to kilt
0: am 2 The drive is live. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?